0: Hey moms, was your dinner last night the leftover chicken nuggets from your kids' tray? Is your definition of self-care getting to close the door when you pee? If the only chance that you get for exercise are the squats that you do to pick up your kids' Legos, well then take a seat, mama. You're in the right place. I'm Corinne Crosley, psychotherapist, self-care enthusiast, and seriously imperfect mom of two kiddos. This is Mama Bites. Hi, moms welcome to another episode of the mama bites podcast this episode is all on acupuncture and when i recorded this episode last summer with suzanne Riando and actually my good friend megan mountcastle as well interviewing her um it really does feel like a lifetime ago um it was summer and it was bright and it was sunny and um around at least in the united states we had no idea of the term COVID-19 or coronavirus. It feels like a long time ago right now. So just sort of referring to right now and thinking about all of the mamas out there. I mean, I'm really thinking of each and every one of you, especially those moms who are home with new babies and and how scary that time can be, um, just on an everyday basis sometimes um, and then we're adding this outbreak and, and I'm really thinking of each of you and um, how we can each be taking care of ourselves during this time. Uh, something I've really been doing is focusing on the things I'm grateful for and, um, you know, things that are helping to sustain me and, you Uh, how privileged I am to have those things I'm also thinking about uh the the moms throughout the decades throughout the centuries who have lived through things that um I could only barely imagine in the past I'm thinking about you know moms who had babies in past pandemics or um you know in world war ii um and at different places in the world and how scary um, that time of human history was and and just sort of connecting to those moms throughout history and drawing strength from their resiliency and how powerful they were in those times. (sighs) Such a different time, these times right now. And so I released this uh, this episode and, you know, at first I did have concerns that it would feel a little tone deaf to this moment, but I really think it doesn't. Um, you know, acupuncture is really about working with the body and accepting where the body is and and helping it, providing it the care that it needs. And so, you know, maybe this isn't the time that you've run out to the acupuncture (laughs) um acupuncturist for the first time right now and maybe you're um still pursuing the treatments that help boost your immunity right now um but really just in general you know thinking about what Suzanne talks about about chi and energy and um how all of that relates to how our entire being functions. And so I do hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that you're able to take care of yourself, even in the sort of small pockets and ways that moms do have to find, whether it's um, a single yoga pose after you put down the baby in the nursery, whether it's, um, you know, an a little bit, a minute longer under the hot water in the shower um, with just some deep breathing, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, something that I've been really doing. Uh, My kids uh, have been struggling a little bit uh, with bad dreams and sleep. And so for me, I've actually been grateful to be in their rooms or next to them when they're sleeping and really focusing on their breathing and being grateful for the rhythm of their breathing and their ability to breathe deeply and easily. And so um, whatever it is that you're finding to be helpful, feel free to share it um, with me or with other members of the Mama Bites community but also uh, to keep doing it to make it a priority and offer yourself that love and kindness that we all need dealing with this situation. All right, mamas, I love you. Be safe take care. Thank you, Suzanne, for being on the Mama Bites podcast with us today to talk about acupuncture.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Glad to be here.
0: Yes. We're super excited to ask you a ton of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, can we f- uh, just start with your practice? Who do you treat and, and um, what do you treat in your acupuncture practice?
1: Yeah. So I am, I am, I generally would consider myself a GP, kind of a general practitioner, oh, a cool. lot of mm-hmm. acupuncturists do specialize, mm. so you know, uh, you know, you would have a, someone who specializes in orthopedic or, um, you know, women's issues or something, geriatrics, mm-hmm. but I really like to see the full spectrum of patients, so I do in fact have patients anywhere from you know, an infant to in their late 80s, Wow! and mm-hmm. I treat a lot of different problems. So I might have an orthopedic uh, concern or someone might have a digestive concern, someone might mm-hmm. be trying to get mm-hmm. pregnant,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: obviously post, you know, partum, um, you know, all the issues around fertility and having children, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it goes on and on. So so basically, I let my clients come in and tell me what's going on, and then if I can't help them or if I think they need someone with some specialized skills, I would direct them to another person.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, I love that. Um, I love that being able to really figure out what you can help them on and then help direct them, you know, if um, mm-hmm. help them direct them somewhere else if mm-hmm. necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah if and not, I would say necessary. mostly
1: for acupuncturists, um, you know, what we see, uh, for instance, for women who have just had children, mm-hmm. um, you know, most of the concerns are not dramatically life threatening. Mm. So that's generally true from for I would say all healthcare. 80% of problems are not life threatening. Mm-hmm. And so that's where acupuncture really shines. Mm. And so I can without being a specialist help a lot of people mm-hmm. in yeah. that way. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that's a little bit different, you know, than how many people might think about uh, health care. They, they think that going to a specialist is, is important and it's somehow their care is going to be better. But generally speaking, most people's concerns are are, are fairly straightforward for an acupuncturist. Mm.
0: Yeah, I love that reframe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just think of, you know, like especially in American culture, talk 20% of <laughs> conditions mm-hmm. are life-threatening, but that 80% Um, are not and and that's where acupuncture can really shine that's really wonderful
3: Mm -hmm.
2: (coughs) so we're curious too about um, what what a session might look like what do you look for what do you consider when starting to treat someone
1: so when I see first see a client uh, I as an acupuncturist you know we're trained to look at the whole person
3: Mm -hmm.
1: so sometimes I'll be asking questions and a patient might not think it's related at all to their complaint. Uh, so we're going to look mm-hmm. at all systems in the body. And so the, the, the session is really spent, especially the first one, would be some talking
3: mm-hmm. and
1: asking about what the issues are, but also talking about everything, you know, lifestyle, diet,
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: you know, digestion, mm-hmm. respiratory, you know, temperature, sleeping, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then comes treatment. So the first treatment would be based uh, on some fundamentals and some pulse pulse qualities. I'll take the person's pulse. And because I do Japanese style, I will also do a lot of palpation on their body, mm-hmm. especially on their abdomen. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit different for some clients.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
1: get a lot of information from this that helps me decide what kind of treatment I need to do for that day. Mm-hmm. So that's what it kind of looks like. It's, it's unusual for people who might go to a doctor for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a session is an hour long. Yeah. yeah. And it's, there's a lot of attention.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah. You know.
2: I also am really struck by the idea that uh, um, a patient might come in and have no idea that know they're experiencing a couple different symptoms in different parts of their body and you look at it in a holistic way and might connect them Mm -hmm. when the Mm -hmm. person has just has no idea or would not in their mind Mm -hmm. connect the symptoms
0: for sure
1: that's right that's right well acupuncture uh oriental medical approach to medicine is is really all about patterns so Mm -hmm. we don't really try to boil it down to individual symptoms so much as look for patterns
3: mm-hmm. because
1: patterns are are can demonstrate in so many different ways you know for instance if someone has a pattern of something like yang deficiency mm-hmm. they will have a constellation of symptoms and i might have two 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 clients with the same symptom for instance a headache and one of them might be due to young deficiency, and another one might be due to um, an excess heat. And, but they both have headaches. Mm-hmm. So it's really important for me to discover what the pattern is underlying that symptom.
3: Mm-hmm. So of course,
1: the symptom's important, but mm-hmm. without knowing the pattern, I, I won't really be able to address it as fundamentally as I would with with knowing the pattern.
0: Sure, of course. Yeah, that's... Mm. That's very cool to think about. I mean, I I mean just just like tip both of our hands here that you know both Megan and I have been treated by you and just the mm-hmm. way you ask questions still very much sticks with me and mm-hmm. I, I remember some of the questions you would ask and I would like oh, uh, <laughs> give me a second <laughs> to think about that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And still to this day, like actually my daughter's homesick today. And she, last night, in the middle of the night, I have a really bad headache. And I said, is it, is Aww. it like a band around your head, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is how you, would always. I she's like, no, it's in the front. I'm like,
1: okay. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Very important. Yes. Very important. I've Because the goal is to treat the root. Yeah. So if yeah. you yeah, can yeah. find the cause of the problem, Sure. then, uh, you know, it's more likely to be cured right 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 exactly
2: I've also always been struck in in session when Suzanne will um you know touch a part of my foot or leg and be like does this how does this feel does this hurt and I'm like yes it does how did you know that <laughs> never would
1: have known that yeah, it seems very mysterious right? yes it does <laughs> I walked in here fine on, <laughs> you know, her acupuncture channels are all over the body and again this is uh, you know, one thing I will say, my practice is uh, primarily Japanese style,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and some many people don't understand that there are a lot of different styles,
3: but mm-hmm.
1: it's very heavily reliant on the palpation
3: mm-hmm. of
1: the different channels and the areas of the body. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm able to go to some place, say, on your foot, Yeah, and you have, a t- like, say, a temporal headache,
2: mm-hmm. and then I go
1: down to the foot, because there's an acupuncture channel that has points on the lateral foot that yeah. wow, strongly amazing. are connected with the lateral side of your head so, so it's, for me so well, obviously I'm going to go there and yeah check. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah that's amazing I, the other thing I'm sort of remembering in terms of thinking about palpating too is um all the work you sort of di- did around the belly around my belly and um y- you know you would say um you know that it's that it's hard and I'm like well, isn't that a good thing? You know, like in American culture, like, you Mm -hmm. know, the heart of their ab and you're just Mm -hmm. like, no, you're supposed to let go. You, you contract a muscle and you let go. And, and Mm -hmm. through the course of this book, um, I have done so much research than I ever thought I would ever do Mm -hmm. on, um, pelvic floor pieces Mm -hmm. and that, um, so it's funny because the big thing with pelvic floor is, is not only like, strengthening etc is but also what people are talking about like half the problem is that people are actually contracted all the time and and not letting go that it's actually too much tension right, so,
1: right. Suzanne was saying that mm-hmm. right. years so looking, ago. You know, this is this is fundamentally yin and yang mm-hmm. you know? yes. so you yeah. you are you know you always want to be for Chinese medicine to be healthy you always want to be like moderate like in not too tight, not too loose, mm-hmm. right? Not too heavy, not too light, mm-hmm. not too cold, not too hot, right? Mm-hmm. So so that, um, you know, getting people into that middle ground mm-hmm. and, and being able to stay there themselves without treatment is mm-hmm. the goal.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: that is very difficult for, um, you know, a lot of Americans. Especially oh, yeah. In New England, there's sure. a lot of oh, yeah, and, you know, go, go, go and, you know, if I went to Hawaii, it would be a completely different practice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different, different <clears throat> issues are in different places. You know, that's, that's interesting too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Di- people have different personalities. For so their sure. Their bodies are different. Mm-hmm. So you, you're assessing, like, where the strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. And in order to get them into an optimal health mm-hmm. for that person, wow. because then everything functions better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. And such a great point, you know, thinking about sort of the postpartum mom in terms of like a lot of the time mm-hmm. when I'm talking with clients who are sort of like new to it, I just sort of, you know, to sort of help them wrap their head around us. Like, just imagine you're just on Jupiter right now. Like, you're on a different Indeed. planet because your body is just so different all at once. And that's so right. that's a big change. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, like, what do you feel like are some of the particular conditions or issues you, you, that might be present in a postpartum mom, um, specifically? Yeah, well,
1: you know, of course, um, treatment throughout pregnancy and, into, you know, into labor is great. Mm-hmm. So if someone can have that,
3: mm-hmm. it's even better. Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, if they, if if I have a client that comes in who's never had acupuncture and she comes in and, you know, usually it's for something that's really distressing, obviously. Sure. She's not going to come in for just healthy balancing. Mm-hmm. You know, and often it's, it's like, I can't sleep, I'm mm-hmm. bleeding, mm-hmm. I have pain, mm-hmm. uh, I have, you know, my my, my milk isn't flowing, mm-hmm. you know, oh, my yeah, hormones that's... are, mm-hmm. you know, off the chart, uh, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. you know, hemorrhoids, I mean there are so yeah. many different things that happen to women,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: this is a very dramatic, uh, uh, events that just happened to your body,
3: yeah. uh, especially
1: if it's vaginal birth, but even a C-section. Mm-hmm. You know, C-section is gonna you know, get a heal from that. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, mm. all of those things are well treated by acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any complaints that a person comes in with, again, if it's not life-threatening, if it's not like hemorrhagic bleeding or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna you're gonna get back on track faster. Are going to sleep better? Mm. Maybe, you know, your milk isn't flowing. We're to get that going. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, everything's painful. <laughs> to yeah. calm that down a little bit.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and the acupuncture is just really excellent for readjusting people's hormonal levels.
3: Mm. very delicate
1: yeah. system. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, this is the source of the problem is, is the hormones are just trying to find the get back to, you know, some place again in the middle where they can start regulating the body yeah and you just had this baby and you know everything's changed a lot and you're hot and you're cold Mm -hmm. so you know i do a lot of treatment to try and calm the nervous system and regulate the hormonal system
3: Mm
1: -hmm. because that's going to take care of a lot of problems there yeah and then we can target you know say Mastitis or yeah, you know, mastitis. pelvic floor pain or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm thinking of where it as you're talking, it's making me think of words like balance,
1: mm-hmm.
2: flow, getting mm-hmm. systems flowing mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. not too fast, not too slow,
1: mm-hmm.
2: regulating balance. Right.
1: This is what acupuncture does, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll bring in Chinese herbal medicine, so that's another whole category of treatment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, you have your hands on. Flow treatment, which is really about the flow of chi and blood, and you know how things are moving. Mm. That's basically what acupuncturists do. But you know, once in a while, a problem just really needs some supplement, mm-hmm. supplemental treatment, like herbal medicine. Okay. So, mm-hmm. which I also do in my practice. So, if I think that a patient needs that, I'll add Chinese herbs mm-hmm. to their treatment.
0: Okay. Okay. Which is a whole other. That might even be a whole other podcast. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's it's a lot, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
2: So you were also talking about, um, you know, the body after vaginal birth and and C-section as well. And I was also wondering about acupuncture possibly being helpful or restorative for um, birth injuries or issues that became chronic during pregnancy and how, you know, it might be, you might support those things.
1: Yeah, definitely. So of course, there's pain. Hmm. You know,
2: pain Mm -hmm. is pain Mm -hmm. pain is
1: very mysterious Mm -hmm. phenomenon Mm -hmm. because sometimes it seems like a minor injury and then the pain just goes on and on and on.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So for for those type of problems, acupuncture is great because we see that as a kind of a pattern that's stuck. So, you mm-hmm. know, for instance, if you had a whiplash or something, and, mm-hmm. and then ever, you know, for years after that, you have these issues in your low back and your neck.
3: Mm-hmm. It's very
1: similar. I mean, this is a traumatic injury, basically, and some people don't recuperate well from those. Mm-hmm. So the acupuncture can help retrain and, and move the chi, which mm-hmm. helps with pain. Mm-hmm. So then there are other, you know, aspects of recuperation, you know, which have to do with healing. Mm. And, again, some people heal very well and some people are slow to heal or mm. they're tend- prone to infection or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to help with that and kind of get the healing mechanism in someone's body on track. So, mm-hmm. you don't, again, you don't want um, kind of a hypervigilant healing process. People form things like keloid,
3: mm. too much keloid, mm. or
1: they have a little bit of PTSD-type reaction, so they Mm -hmm. have a lot of more pain Mm -hmm. reaction Mm -hmm. after traumatic injuries. We want to tone that down a little bit. Mm. And then some people have low immune response, so they heal very slowly, and things Mm -hmm. don't knit well, Mm -hmm. and they bleed for too long, and Mm. they're, you know, they don't. So those are two different kind of ends of how the immune system wouldn't work very well.
3: Mm.
1: So we can help with that, too. Um, you know, and again, it's just. Uh, I think it's a lot of it has to do with, you know, get getting the nervous system back on track mm-hmm. and used to its new routine. Yeah. So
2: well, yeah. That's and a- I think I'm hearing too about the idea of um, working through stuckness, mm-hmm. and I think also the emotional reaction of of pain and, and mm-hmm. injury, and then getting mm-hmm. sort of emotionally stuck and. Um, mm-hmm. almost like um, you know, collapsing on yourself because sure. it's too sure. it's too painful to move forward.
1: Yes. Well, so again, getting things flowing. Done now on this. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, how how pain is um basically like encapsulated or gets embedded into fascia. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very interesting right now. Yeah. So you know, I remember mean, there's a lot of emphasis in, in Western medicine now on on uh, alleviating pain, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. What do we do without oxycodone? You know.
3: Yeah. And <laughs>
1: again, the yeah. acupuncture is, um, or body work is very good for, kind of moving people out of patterns which are dysfunctional. Mm. Yeah. Like a pain. I love boost, that. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. So
1: yeah, and this, you know, this would really also. I would put postpartum depression in the same mm-hmm. category as mm-hmm. this. You know, because it's kind of a hormonal you know loop that you're stuck in and (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and it it just affects everything yes hormones
0: yeah it really you know it's really just not that I need to be reminded but it's it just comes home over and over just how we are such integrated beings and Mm -hmm. you know it's so insane what happens to our bodies yeah. mm-hmm. when we're pregnant yeah. and give birth and then we're just like existing on lack of sleep, lack of nourishment, up is down, yeah. down is up. We're sleeping yeah. during the day. We're not sleeping at mm-hmm. night yeah. and just yeah. there's nothing balanced about that. year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, no, that's the other thing I would bring up too is, you know, again, as a holistic practitioner, when you look at the whole, you're not... Your client who comes in is not just this pod floating in space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she is connected to her, the rest of her family. Right. You know, so of course there's all all work and relationships and, you know, lifestyle routines and all that stuff. And there's the environment.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
1: people are very affected often by seasonal changes Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then there's just lack of sleep or good nutrition. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the whole life mm-hmm. that we look at. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes it is as simple as really drilling it into your patient that their ultimate pri- priority is sleep. Mm-hmm. You well, need yeah. to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you have to say no to all of these social engagements mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. tell your partner that you know you, you know you need them to, to take the baby for 2 hours and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you need that sleep mm-hmm. and once you get that sleep you will feel more like a human being oh my god <laughs> yeah you know you'll have the energy for for breastfeeding and, and you know all the other activities
3: so mm-hmm.
1: so giving p- patients permission to kind of take care of you know the, the number one priority is mm-hmm. my health mhm yeah and, and and how 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 important that is for the baby's health, and, and ultimately for the health of the, the family
2: unit. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's sort of like where everything grows from. Right, right. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. had the
0: a picture of a root as you were yes, talking. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah I and mean, you often see babies with colic mm-hmm. who have moms that are very stressed.
0: Of course, mm-hmm. of course. You no,
1: know, and it's not. I'm not saying that it's the mother's fault the baby has colic I'm mm-hmm. saying that the baby is so in with the mother mm-hmm. wow so taking care yeah. of yourself is of course great for your baby
2: right yeah right such an amazing message right. that can be sort of generalized to so many things yeah. in this <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right. in it's this so book important. and in this field it's so important yeah. it's just critical yeah. and it's a reframe that I think especially Americans need to yeah. remember over and over is yeah. that you know, I hear, I well, hear a lot of messages true,
1: throughout the entire life of the child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not just when children are small, mm-hmm. but there's always that special connection. Um, there's a sensitivity toward, you know, the birth mom um, or, or, you know, anybody that, that a child is close with.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, that you know, so taking care of yourself. I mean, this is, this is really the message is, mm-hmm. Taking care of yourself mm-hmm. is ultimately beneficial to everybody around you.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: So I, I say that to my clients. You 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 often need to give people permission mm-hmm. to to rest and take care of themselves, and they feel guilty and they feel like they should jump up right up back up the horse and go right back to work, and you know all those things that you know they think that, especially a first time mom. You uh-huh. know, I often have clients that have not had. Uh, any children and they get pregnant and they're all excited and you know it's going to be great and you know, mm-hmm. like then the bam you know they have this baby <laughs> right the baby is just taking over the entire universe yes right. and yeah their entire life has changed you know and, and uh, which of course is, that's going to happen with a child mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so getting people prepared for that psychologically and emotionally mm-hmm. and then of course giving them permission you know mm-hmm. it's okay be mm-hmm. tired and maybe
0: you don't do
1: everything perfectly and it's fine oh my it's god fine. yes <laughs> it's fine yes. babies are very resilient yes they <laughs> are
0: and they're not gonna remember so I, like, I
1: like to have my, my clients bring the babies in yeah with them yes. you oh yeah so they treat them together you know yes oh yeah yes, yes absolutely yeah. and the baby's right on the table
0: you know with, with the mom and it's great wow. yeah do you want to say more about that do you want to
1: I just think, you know, it's it's great for both of them. So sometimes the mom comes in and she has a problem and sometimes the baby has a problem. Sure. Yeah, so that
2: we we're but very curious together. about that. Yeah. Yes.
1: And they you know, they sit in the chair, they lay on the table or whatever they need to do, you know, whatever the position's comfortable. So when I treat when I treat uh, young children, they are constantly physically in contact with the mom
3: mm-hmm. while I'm okay.
1: treating them. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no separation
3: mm-hmm. from the two of them. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, and that's important because once the baby feels better, then mom starts you know, get mm-hmm. it, right versa. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. What are some of the conditions in an infant that you might treat with acupuncture?
1: <clears throat> well, you know, generally children, you know, it's common for them to have, you know, their preemie or something and they've had, Little trouble with their digestion mm-hmm. or uh, respiratory. Those are the two common. Or skin. You know, okay. Are, mm-hmm. Very skin, common. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, you just try to regulate them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because uh, OM theory says that uh, the acupuncture channels um, often are not fully developed yeah. when the child's born. Uh huh. So they don't have all of the the detail in their system that we, you know, an adult would have. Sure. So I don't have to, you know, be too concerned with, you know, picky little points in around the, you know, legs and this point versus that point. It's more like areas. Mm So we'll often stay on the back or, you know, in around the fingertips and the the toes, Mm. you know, and in around the face. Okay. So that children can hold their food down, or you know, maybe their you know their stools are a little bit soft, or loose. Or something. Sure. Try to, you know, help with that colic is another mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. condition that responds very well to acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So I mean, calming them down, and you yes. know, until they kind of get used to being outside of the womb.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: It's a completely different environment. For and sure. And then some children just have a lot of you know. Sensitivity to their environments. They have, you know, um, skin problems. They get rashes and cradle cap and mm-hmm. things like that.
3: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I, I
1: like to teach the moms how to do things with their babies.
0: Oh, great. You know, okay.
1: So they can treat them. Okay. So, and there's, you know, treating a child is, is simple. So, yeah. you know, why not have mom do it every day?
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: And what a
2: great resource because yeah. I think, you know, I think of mostly adults going in for acupuncture mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. a great resource mm-hmm. for some of these ongoing issues that can be really hard for both mom and baby yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah to yeah. know that that's available
0: yeah yeah definitely absolutely yep. and are you are you using needles or you know like I
1: don't use needles on infants okay um, some although they do in <clears throat> China okay you know, I, I have have witnessed um, Chinese treatments on very young children with needles.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, generally speaking, I, I don't use any needles on children um, until they're around age seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, although sometimes I've had some younger, you know, maybe five, four or five year olds who come in and I and I have tools that I use that are non-insertive, like mm-hmm. stimulating points instead of needling. But sometimes, um, you know, I have this one, for instance, one child came in with her mom from the time she was young. Um, she was really fascinated the acupuncture. And uh, I, she wanted the needle. Mm-hmm. She asked for it. And I, I held it up and I said, is this what you want? And she said yes. And I put it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I, I do give children um, the choice of the tool, too. Oh,
0: okay. We
1: have a range of tools made out of different, um, materials like copper and silver and gold and you know I always hold tools out for, for them and they they will instantly choose the tool oh and,
2: interesting and yeah. i love that so, sort of like the having them feel in charge yeah. mm-hmm.
1: plus you know intuitive. as they're working
2: with you and intuitive yeah. about what they might
1: oh need. they need yeah. that's they amazing know.
0: yeah I believe that so
1: you know basically you know I just say okay that one and yeah
0: you do wow you know
1: it's, it's tools so, so mostly with children, it's 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 stimulation on the skin, you mm-hmm. know, with scraping or mm-hmm. you know, rubbing or stroking, um, you know, not for very long. So mm-hmm. that's the other difference between adults and and children. Um, you know, if you over easily over treat children, so mm-hmm. you know, and then well, they'll have yeah. things like fevers after the treatment. So oh. you, just, you just have to keep it very short and 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 light
0: interesting interesting I'm realizing Suzanne because you know sometimes I think when we forget when we're not new to something we forget what it's like to be new to something Mm -hmm. and so going off script for a second Mm -hmm. can you um explain to probably a lot of people who are listening right now who haven't ever been to acupuncture about the needles (laughs) <laughs> sure. We should probably yeah. should have yeah. led with that question because there might yeah, be some people definitely. feeling a little well, nauseous right now. <laughs>
1: people are afraid of pain. Nobody yeah. likes pain, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, I would say that that's you know it's the number one concern sure. from clients mm-hmm. is whether or not it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The needles,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, you know, so the needles are tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are different styles, so I will say you know if you go to a Korean style acupuncture. It's Stimulation is going to be much stronger Mm -hmm. and and really, you know, could be a little bit painful. But it's nothing like a hypodermic needle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Much, much larger. So if you go to the doctor and you get a shot, Mm -hmm. that is so much larger than an acupuncture needle.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So what we use are tiny, very flexible, you know, single-use sterile needles.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And so um, often, especially the Japanese style, you wouldn't even feel the insertion at all. Mm. So that's the point—is not to poke you with a needle, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's to get the needle through the skin, and then we try and find the chi. Mm. So the sensation of the chi arriving at the point or being stimulated is very different than pain,
3: mm-hmm. and it's
1: it people feel buzzing and warmth and flushing. Mm-hmm. And, that is really what we're looking for. So we just try to get through the skin, and then we look for the chi. Mm. And can you explain so, what you know, chi is? I, I am really you know again my it's it's all about you know Japanese style. It's it's all about being very comfortable mm,
3: with yeah. what's
1: being done. So once I I gauge the sensitivity of my client. I might ramp it up a little bit mm-hmm. because they like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to kind of have a massage. Some people really like a strong mm-hmm. yeah. pressure yeah. massage, and, and it's a good kind of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's when I would ramp it up. Mm-hmm. So it, it's never, it's never something that you're cringing from, or it's excruciating, or you don't look forward to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. not, nothing like that.
0: No, no. So
1: I would say for for new clients, you know, you know, people who are interested in, in trying acupuncture, mm-hmm. um, they should meet with the person that they are potentially uh, want, want to have treatment from for mm-hmm. a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you can ask that person to put a needle in you.
0: Okay. In okay. your hand or something. Okay.
1: And you can see what their style is like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so, a really you know,
1: if, if they have a good technique. And you're comfortable with them; everything's going to be fine. Mm, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I, I like the idea of having it be, a, you know, a conversation mm-hmm. I- instead of mm-hmm. the, the, the the client or patient is an active participant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yes, in and the in, in the process yeah. and in charge. Um,
1: well, you need to have a good relationship with your practitioner. <laughs> yes, right? yes. So if you don't feel comfortable with the practitioner. That doesn't mean they're not a good practitioner. They just might not be the right one for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hearing this over that. and over and yes. over. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Because it's a specialized it's a specialized um, <laughs> skill. Mm-hmm. So it really does depend on, you know, the person doing it and also the patient.
3: Mm. And there
1: are many acupuncturists. So there, there's an acupuncturist for every person.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you just need to need to be comfortable with what's happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Can you explain what chi is, real quick? <laughs> real quick. Can you real, ex- oh, in, a, real in, quick? in a nutshell? Yeah. <laughs>
0: the secret of the universe, that's too. Could you do that? That's a good question.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, yeah. it's just it's a very interesting concept. I often use, um, you know, I'll use the analogy of, of electricity, mm. just because that's a phenomenon that we are familiar with, but you can't really. Hold it in your hand, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it and it powers things. Mm-hmm. Um, so chi is a little bit in like that category. It's often associated with the nervous system, but mm-hmm. that's I think that um, that doesn't really do it justice because we're not just stimulating the nervous system. This is a completely separate phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So you know, not to get too new agey about it, but it really <laughs> is it's the vital life force.
3: Mm okay.
1: each cell. Mm-hmm. So what makes your mitochondria function? Mm. It's qi. Oh, okay. And so this is difficult for the left. Yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's impossible to measure it mm-hmm. can measure Yes. chi mm-hmm. directly. But you can see cheese functions. So you know, if we, if we go into research that doesn't have a, a, a quantified measurement, but but more like evidence-based research or something like that, you would you would do a better job at measuring
3: cheese.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, we look at cheese. Kind of, it's kind of like the verb mm. as opposed to the noun. Okay. You know? Yeah, Okay. So if you say my lung qi is how what helps my lungs. Function, uh-huh. the functioning of my chi of my lungs, and then the the yin of my lungs is the actual tissue.
0: Oh, the tissue of the okay. So
1: something that's solid and mm-hmm. and which you can also have pathology and you know the sure. yin aspect. Sure. Sure. She is the functional aspect. Okay. So yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad I asked for sure. <laughs>
1: So we're also curious
2: a bit about what are, what are some of the um, treatments that you use in your practice, especially for working with postpartum women, like would you, might, might you do cupping, press balls, you talked a little bit mm-hmm. about herbs before, what are some yep. things that you so course use? So the needles are, you know, the,
1: the primary tool, um, although, uh, again, because I do Japanese style, I, I rely on a lot of other tools which are non-insertive. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, you, uh, if your patients go to a practitioner who's, who's trained in, in non-insertive acupuncture, mm. um, okay, they'll yeah, they'll use these tools, which, um, you know, I won't go into those many, many tools. Mm-hmm. out of many different materials, but basically we're simulating points.
3: On the surface
1: mm-hmm. rather than putting a needle into them. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's that's a primary tool. And then, um, you know, often I'll do things like cupping
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, or sliding cups. So you yep. just put a suction cup on to someone's skin and it's a, you pump it. So you suck up a little bit of skin into the cup and you either leave it there or you can put some lubrication on the skin and move it.
3: Mm-hmm. And this
1: is, this is excellent for, um, you know, musculoskeletal problems and bronchitis and things that you, you're trying to get to express to the surface. Mm. Okay, um, yeah. And then we do another therapy called gua sha, or gua sa, mm.
3: which
1: is a scraping technique. Um, and we use a, the edge of a tool mm. to rub pretty strongly mm-hmm. on tight muscles, areas that are very hard, overly hard, or rough, mm. and um, kind of, again... Getting, um, you know, breaking up, you know, sometimes it's it's adhesions, things like that. Mm. That's really great. Uh, and then take-home therapies. So something that a person would wear um, when they leave the office, they might be, be sent home with things on different acupuncture points. Mm. Like little press balls, um, maybe even little tiny needles. Mm-hmm. really little tiny needles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or uh, magnets. You ever, like, um, just yes. Cannabis. Forgot so about the Yes. So we wear those for a few days and take them off and throw them away. <clears throat> hmm I forgot so about that. That's helpful. Magus, yeah. Can kind of extend the treatment into it for a few days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, and moxa, of course, moxa therapy. What is it? moxa moxa therapy, which <laughs> really belongs, you know, right after needling, mm. and that's um, an herb
2: that okay.
1: is burned. So we oh, we, warming, warming the point. Mm, so yes. there are all kinds of different techniques for burning moxa mm. on the point. So again, we're not burning someone so they get a blister, mm. but if the heat of the moxa is, is, uh, is warming the point.
0: Mm.
2: <clears throat>
0: okay, very cool.
2: Yeah, and I'm thinking of all these different techniques as... Um, moving moving stuckness moving energy you know you, you talked about breaking up mm-hmm. tension or mm-hmm. and sort yeah. of like getting things moving mm-hmm. through various yeah, well, techniques the pro-
1: one of the primary issues is, is stagnation right is, yeah. Yeah, yeah something's not moving the way it should mm-hmm. sometimes an issue um is there where there's not enough energy
3: mm-hmm.
1: so a very empty area mm. so for instance Someone with prolapse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So everything is falling, uh-huh. and why is that? Why is the bladder falling, and the uterus falling mm-hmm. down mm. against you know with gravity? Yeah, because there's not enough chi to hold it up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not the chi is, is weak, huh. or you know the appetite's very low, or some you know there mm-hmm. are, there are problems where there's not enough. So mm-hmm. in those cases, and we, we are, we're trying to gather the chi or warm it or get the function to, to ramp up a little bit So, mm-hmm. you know, like a hypothyroid risk versus hyperthyroid mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, yep. absolutely So those are two kind of two different spectrums of problems mm-hmm. Both of them are dysfunctional, again, we're trying to get someone to the middle Right, you know?
0: right
2: Yeah, I'm just blown away I'm, I'm understanding all the sort of core concepts and I'm just... Also blown away by the richness of what we're hearing, and we're just scratching the surface of
0: barely
1: (laughs) the knowledge. That's why you you need to go to (gasps) someone who, again, I would bring this up. You know, for clients who have never had acupuncture before, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trained in theory, Mm -hmm. and you know, you want to go to an acupuncturist who has had the full training, Mm right? So not uh, someone who's done a quick little course. And, you know, what what you see a lot in, say, medical acupuncture um, is uh, practitioners who are very well trained in Western medicine, you know, they're doctors, and then they take uh, like kind of an additional training course because they're curious about acupuncture um, and maybe do like 300 hours or something in acupuncture. And then they are practicing acupuncture. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. you, you know, that person is not really trained in all the theory yeah they they are trained in some of the techniques yeah so it's very important to to see you know how how your practitioner is trained yeah
2: yeah i think that's so helpful because one of our questions is about how do you how does a mom go or anybody but how does somebody go about finding a good acupuncturist Mm -hmm. and i think it can be Probably very overwhelming. I'm For so sure. thankful we found yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so know, thankful. There's
1: Massachusetts is an excellent, you know, site. Uh, the the um, Acupuncture and Oriental Medical Society of Massachusetts. Okay. If someone goes to acusocietyma okay, and they can click on "Find a Practitioner," okay, and that's an excellent source. Ooh. So, For findings, at least in Massachusetts. Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And most states that have, you know, have their everything in order for acupuncture will have a pretty good state system like that. Okay. And you can can read uh, where they went to school. So I would say the vast majority here in this state went to the New England School of Acupuncture, Uh which fortunately isn't excellent school
3: Mm -hmm. you know
1: so that's full training Mm -hmm. but you know you can always call up your acupuncturist too and and you know the person that you're thinking of going to and say you know where did you go to school how many hours it should be several thousand hours Mm -hmm. wow okay holy moly not 300 hours no i mean that's like like, like that's a yoga teacher training (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's just
0: yeah which is it's yoga teacher training's like a big deal but it's mm-hmm. not who you want treating you
2: medically. Medically, yeah, Med- yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: That's right. Yeah. Wow. So an acupuncture degree, it's a four-year full-time degree. There you go. Yes. There you Masters go. Yeah. For four years.
3: Four years. And
1: so, um, you know, there, and there are several excellent schools in this, this, this country, mm-hmm. um, Pacific College of Oriental Medicine, you know, you NISA. Know, so, you know, if people go to these programs, um, you know, they are very well-trained.
0: Yeah, Okay, um,
1: you know, so that's that's a fundamental, just like maybe how many hours mm-hmm. were you trained for?
0: Yeah, so helpful, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> so helpful. I think that's such a big deal for when people are looking for somebody. Um, mm-hmm. It's sort yes, of it feels like the wild west. Yeah, yes. yeah. <clears throat> I think at the same time you're kind of like answering two two questions at once, um, or sort of taking in a, us in two different veins at the same time, which is. If, you know, if you have a minute to sort of explain some of the different types of acupuncture, you've mentioned medical, you've mentioned Japanese, um, you've mentioned Korean.
1: Yep. So, I mean, medical acupuncture is really, um, you know, it's kind of a catch-all phrase. It can mean different things in different places. Okay. Um, And it's kind of a bogus term. So mm -hmm. I would just say, you know, ask the practitioner, especially if it's an MD Who's yeah. been mm-hmm. trained in acupuncture? Yeah, they will be able to title themselves, you know, call themselves a medical practitioner, medical sure. acupuncturist. Yeah, um, but you know, and sometimes there are programs where they try to westernize um, OM theory, mm-hmm. and then train practitioners, and they call that medical. Okay. M- you know, it's kind of implying that they're making the acupuncture better, right? Mm-hmm. By yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Medicalizing it, yeah, Americanizing but it. Yeah, that's <laughs> not yes. the case. Yeah. So that yeah. what you want is someone who's trained in traditional style acupuncture. Okay. Who, Instead of like folding a, it into a American. Program for that. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. it in China. It could be here. Okay. Um, and then when you look at acupuncturists, you know acupuncture. There, of course, you know it started in China. And then um, the Buddhists, the Taoists, you know, uh-huh. developed acupuncture, and then they traveled all over Asia, and they brought it to places like Japan and Taiwan and Korea.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: once it got to those countries, then it, it it morphed a little bit, yeah, because you know it's the culture. Yeah, so of course. Japanese style acupuncture is based originally on Chinese style, mm-hmm. but it developed over several hundred years into mm-hmm. a different. It's got a different personality, a little bit. So the the, the foundation is still the same, mm-hmm. but the techniques are a little bit different.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: that is true for all of Asia. So actually, it isn't just, you know, like Japanese and Chinese style. Those are two predominant here in this, this, this country. Mm-hmm. Chi- Chinese is by far the most common.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But,
1: you know, it's there are many different types of acupuncture. Mm-hmm. And, and in so, your...
2: In your training program, yes. are you trained then um, through all those hours in each style? Are you Is, your, is a school... So what,
1: the training here in the United States is, is Chinese style.
2: Chinese style. Okay. Chinese mm-hmm.
1: style. So what happens, um, you know, in, in, it, I was lucky enough to go to a school that had a pretty well-developed Japanese department. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So okay. So what
1: I added to my Chinese training... Was a kind of a specialization in Japanese style, and there, there are there's not a lot of that uh, available here in the country, okay. in this country, um, but there are a couple of schools, you know, a couple of places where you can get um, good Japanese training, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was very interested in it. Once I started it in school, so I went through my program and and you know specialized in, in Japanese style, and then I just continued after I. I graduated, you know, so I've been to Japan probably 10 times. You know, I've, okay. I've, I've done a lot of training, you know, in Japanese. My, my training is almost all primarily post-grad is, is in Japanese style. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, you know, I mean, that, that's the other thing is, you know, practitioners can, can take it very far mm-hmm. in different directions once they graduate. Mm-hmm. Again, you could specialize, or you could have special techniques, or you could be really good at cupping, or mm-hmm. something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wow, very cool. Just a lot of richness yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so
1: you know, I know this is about postpartum, mm-hmm. but again, you know, for uh, you know women who just had babies, I mean, that many of their health concerns mm-hmm. are. Yeah, you know, it's due to the pregnancy and the birth and, you know, the new lifestyle, but also they have general health patterns. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, mm-hmm. Yes. That probably were there before they had the baby.
0: Before they were pregnant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, you know, basically, you know, someone who tends toward insomnia mm-hmm. and then they have a baby and then Probably they're going to have a lot of trouble
2: with sleep. Yes, <laughs> it reminds me the other day you know of what I'm saying? yes, it reminds the other or day. Or digestive disorders. Totally, disorder. that's when what I was going say. It, it
1: happens.
2: Karen and yeah. I were talking about that uh, last week, I yeah. guess, and we yeah. were talking about irritable bowel syndrome and mm-hmm. postpartum. If you if you have struggled with that, just the the vulnerability to flaring up mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well,
1: when, that's the system in your body that needs a little bit more. Right, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. System, that, that you know, everybody has, you know, areas or, you know, functions that um, don't always go smoothly or, you know, are as strong as the rest of their body. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, again, when you look at the whole client, you say, oh, this is where your strengths are and this is where you need some help. Yes. And once I get everything kind of functioning well, probably this constellation of symptoms
2: are
1: going to resolve mm-hmm. yeah yeah you yeah. know yes. that's that's the goal yeah mm-hmm. so what, and we're gonna get you to sleep yes, <laughs> yes. i know that's, that's like a huge for the baby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well maybe this is the answer to the next question but sleep <laughs> but i'll <laughs> i'll ask it anyway what what do you think you most want moms or new moms to know about or take away about self-care um, from hearing you talk on the podcast, like, what do you feel like is a is a key nugget for moms?
1: Yeah, well, obviously, you know, sleep and nutrition mm-hmm. are fundamental. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might want the sugar or the coffee, mm-hmm. but you really just need to get some nutrition in there, also, mm-hmm. you know, as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would just say, you know, with with children you know especially a new mom it's their first baby mm-hmm. um, don't worry too much that you're going to somehow you know do something wrong. Mm. Or, oh that's amazing you know, yeah. hurt the baby mm-hmm. because you weren't perfect mm-hmm. you know and you get irritable and cranky or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. um, because children are very resilient. Mm-hmm. so again the number one goal is to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And it's not selfish, because no. when you're healthy, then you're better at taking care of your baby, and your baby is going to sense that also, mm-hmm. and and, and mm-hmm. feel better. Mm-hmm. So, right. and then you know, on top of this, the the conversation is always about your new life with a child, and mm-hmm. it's not, um, it's not something that you can schedule or predict
3: yeah no.
1: never never predictable Gosh. you don't know what it's going to be like when you're a brand new mom no. and that's okay
0: or a mom of no. our seven-year-old
1: no. yes who's home with a fever you. you're right. yeah it's, it's really uh you know it's about just remaining flexible with problem solving and you know maybe you're not gonna it's not gonna go the way you think it's Gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's. Oh. I guess I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'm trying to take away uh, some of the added stress that women put on themselves. Yes, when they have children. It's yes, huge. I think that it's supposed to be this perfect thing, and it and it is not like that for most women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's very challenging. Yes, especially at the beginning, yes. and that is totally okay. Mm-hmm. You just get yourself to some practitioner, and you get some nourishment in your body, and you know do what you need to do to you know take care of yourself mm-hmm. and you'll find some solutions to 80% of those problems 80% <laughs> that's great 80% yes. it's, once in a while it's going to be a serious one and it is yeah
0: you go to the doctor yep yep absolutely mm-hmm. well this has been so wonderful thank you Suzanne can you tell our oh, listeners where to find you are you on yeah, the interweb so, I mean, I'm obviously <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm on I'm on the site org, mm-hmm. but um, I don't have a website. My practice is, is pretty much word-of-mouth. It's kind of mm-hmm, old school. Mm-hmm. But um, love that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in Cambridge at 2400 Mass Ave in mm-hmm. Cambridge. Mm. Bubbling Brook Acupuncture.
0: Bubbling Brook Acupuncture. And
1: my telephone number is 617-970-5721. So pretty awesome. old school.
0: I love that. <laughs> love it. I love it. That's so cool. I. You know what? I think it's going to, I think we're going to like have that like coming back things, Megan yeah. uh, we did an IBS one and Megan put her phone number on it too and I was like you know what like I bet this is where it's gonna go now because mm-hmm. it's just it's the communication is getting so further and further away mm-hmm. and like um yeah. theoretical you know people are like you know did you know that you can talk to people on this you know you can table?
2: call <laughs> you know you can pick up the phone and call They'll talk
1: to you that's right <laughs> And, you know, I would say most acupuncturists, you know, you can go in and meet with them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I usually offer, you know, free 15-minute consult. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's totally reasonable to ask for that. You yes. Know, you want to meet the person and, you know, say, yeah, I really like that office or I like that person and it's convenient for me to get to it. And, yeah. Um, you know, and if that doesn't work, there are so many other great acupuncturists around.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. <laughs> So that's it, moms. That's the last bite for today. But in case you're hungry for more, head on over to the Mama Bites website. That's M-O-M-M-A, Mama Bites website, and stream more of our podcasts. Or find them anywhere that you find your podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. And don't forget to stop by Instagram and definitely come on by our Facebook group, the Mama Bites Lunch Table. We'd love to have you there. And until we meet again next time, remember, motherhood is a long journey. Don't forget to pack some snacks.